Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, everyone. Hey, hi. Hi. My name is David Bell. My name is not. It's Tom Ryman. And we just watched Eternals. Eternals. The Forevers. Possibly the most appropriate name for a movie ever. Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. The sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. to be off seven days uh, all right so you, you you just watched this i did i, I just i just returned from the theater yes yeah i saw it yesterday so I'm, i've already forgotten a lot uh and and you'll have to maybe fill me in a bit uh sure. this is of course the marvel movie the, the latest marvel movie yeah yeah the two hours and 37 minutes uh, Eternals, which is at uh, 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sure. 81% from audiences, but that's like a Marvel audience score, so that's that's yeah, low. I mean, I don't know. Well, like, they they consistently, Marvel movies get like 90, 100% from, I would say, eh. like, across the board. Um, yeah. It, uh, it, 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 it's, it's... I, it's, it's whatever, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it is whatever. It is whatever, Tom. I'm I'm so excited uh for talking about this and then not talking about it anymore. We we kind of had we we had some chatter about uh, internally about whether or not we wa- we even want to cover this and it feel felt inappropriate not to. Um but I like the idea in the future uh to not have to cover a Marvel film. Yeah, we might stop. I don't yeah, know. We'll or rather, like when we don't feel like watching one, you well, know. This like... one, this one was an interesting case for me, just because I had, by virtue of my day job working at an entertainment website, I had pretty much the entire movie spoiled for me ahead of time. So it was like, yeah, it was hard to be excited to go and see it. Unfor- unfortunately, that that was that was not the movie's fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually yesterday I've been pretty low energy. I've been under the weather, and so sitting in a dark room for three hours honestly wasn't the worst thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I will start by saying I didn't hate this movie. Like I wasn't bothered by it. Uh, there's it's a, there's some uh, there's some ideas in this movie that I really liked. Uh, yeah. I, I think this movie's biggest problem is it needing to be a Marvel movie. Yeah, kind of. Um, like it could, it well, would have been I, way I, better, I think, as a, as a standalone sci-fi fantasy epic. Yeah, if Marvel just did a different world or something, a like different that. universe. Yeah. Something. Um, it also felt like the third movie of a series that didn't happen. Um, like I would say the movie as like in itself has a lot of problems. Yeah, and ultimately, it, this is, I don't think it's very good. No, this is a bad movie. <laughs> unequivocally right up front this is a bad movie and i didn't like it yeah Uh. (laughs) there's there's a lot of i think there's a lot of inconsistencies within it but it Uh also is really gonna fuck up the mcu in my head um also like just turn up the brightness like there's you know like in the editing just hit that brightness yeah it's really really it up a little bit really dark throughout yeah it's a very dark movie uh it's two and a half hours long it is excruciatingly boring yes it is it uh, is one of the dullest films i've seen this year yeah i i think you're right that that didn't bother me again because i wasn't i was feeling dull 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right. You're not wrong. Well, there. it's it's the the problem is is the movie essentially the story is just a a, a protracted exposition dump. The plot of the film is yeah. characters meet and they travel to a new location to learn some more exposition. Then they travel to another location to learn some more exposition, and that's the entire film until the finale. They just yeah they go to a place, they learn a bit more. They go to another place, they learn a bit more, et cetera, et cetera, for two and a half hours. It didn't. It also didn't help that the everything was wildly inconsistent. Yeah. I, here's here's what I'll say. The characters in this, they didn't make any sense. No. Nothing that was happening made uh, on sense. On a scene by scene basis, they were different. They had different relationships. The uh, like, yeah. The relationships would change on a scene by scene basis. Is what I mean. Um, the acting was all over the place. Like it. it characters would randomly like Camille when he's just like, you know what, I'm out, and he leaves. I was like, wait, what? Like, he why just you leaves out? for the finale. And then he, does he come back? No, he comes, he, he comes yeah. back at the end after the climax, but he literally leaves the film for the finale and it's just not in the, in the finale. Yeah. There was a lot of that. A lot of characters had to be like disappeared for a bunch of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegiances kept changing that, that yeah. child. I, they didn't set up that child enough so that she could betray them. And then after she betrays them, they're like, yeah, it's all fine. Yeah. And um, it's like after, uh, I mean, obviously we're going to spoil the hell, hell out of this movie if you, yeah, have, if you haven't already had it spoiled for you. But like Richard Madden's character, Icarus, like after the re- reveal that he's the bad guy, like everyone, it, like two or three different characters have like a line where they're like, I always wanted to fuck you up. And I'm like, really? Right? Where is that coming from? Yes. Like, I was like, that's they were so all, weird. Like they were all like a, a, a tight bonded family fellowship uh, until right. that until the reveal that he's like look i've been lying to you i'm actually the villain i i need i want the world to end because i believe it's the right thing to do then all of a sudden we have three no characters one's... acting like they've always wanted to kick his ass and it's like where is that coming from right it's no one like was that. like betrayed it was weird because i think druig am i saying that right that was yeah uh that was the character that people would say that to nor like would have right is like oh because he's the one that they all butt heads with right he's the one that from jump has been against their mission on earth and he's like right why shouldn't we intervene and stop all the the war and, and genocide and bloodshed if we're really here to make a better world why shouldn't we do this and they're all like no no we have to stick to the mission and he's right. the one like in the flashbacks that's like all right fine fuck you guys and he fucks off for five thousand years yeah, but even he's inconsistent because he's yeah. like, I'm going to go do it myself. And by do it myself, I mean start a compound. Right, he like much. starts a cult. Like he yeah, starts Jonestown in, in the Brazilian jungle. Meanwhile, and it's how they get around the plot hole, because a big part of this movie that sucked to me was this idea of, oh, by the way, Eternals, they exist and have been here the whole time and didn't do anything. And no one detected them. No one knew there was a Earth baby. No, the wizards who see the future, Thor. No one knew about them. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and one of the things they're like, we didn't help out with the snap or with anything because we're not supposed to get involved. Druig, we're not supposed to get involved. God damn it. Anyway, I'm here. Here I am inventing the engine and nuclear bomb and giving it to them. It was just like, which is it? Well, that the Thanos thing was. Uh, yeah, it, the Thanos thing was especially dumb because they say at the end, um, the, the the reveal is um, okay. Should we should should we run through the plot real quick? Yeah, the Eternals came here a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed up uh, at, to uh, protect the Earth from a bunch of CGI dogs who don't matter. The deviants. We're going to talk uh, about deviants. that too. That's the, that's one of the stupidest things about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We. We don't it, we don't really get to know any of them uh, because there's too many and they they're all aliens and they don't do they don't talk like us and then it, it cuts to present day and uh, Cersei is hanging out with Jon Snow that he was sure weird. Is. Well, the, uh, the funniest thing about that was Jon Snow for all of Game of Thrones he's doing this very morose like Northern English accent and yeah. in this in this movie he's like it's like a peppy almost cockney voice and it's like i'm not used to seeing or hearing john so uh speak like this oh yeah so, <laughs> so that was jarring as shit i also couldn't tell he was different than the other white guy the the guy with the laser eyes at first um his, i figured it his, out quickly his, his brother rob stark from game of thrones yeah, that explains it yeah <laughs> um yeah cuz i i just thought it was the same character and then 
And then they, they, he, that's a, I think that's a you problem. They don't look anything. Alike. No, no, I, I figured it out like <laughs> two scenes in it, because they make it very clear because he's like, we should move in together. Uh, also, I think you're a wizard. And I was like, huh. All right. Uh, and they're doing like magic in public, like uh, the Sprite or whatever. Yes. Yeah, she, she's just like changing in public. Uh, she's not hiding it, and that's part... And again, I was like, why didn't anybody figure out these fuckers were on Earth if they're not hiding it? Whatever. Uh, and so I thought this was the movie, right? Is she had to like keep that from him. Uh, and then she immediately reveals she's a wizard because she has to fight a space dog or whatever. And then I thought, oh, this is fun. Jon Snow will be along for it. Mm-mm. We get like our everyday character who will, be ground- who will ground us, right? Nope. He's gone for the entire film after that. Uh, so sh- they have to go get, the- so they're being attacked by, attacked by a deviant. They're like, there hasn't been a deviant for a very long time. Uh, we better go talk to Selma Hayek. She's our boss. Uh, they find out she has been killed. And so they go around recruiting or finding all the other Eternals. Meanwhile, we get flashbacks of how they've been here forever. Mm-hmm. And they thought they fought off all the deviants. Um, Angelina Jolie has like the brain wobblies. What do they call it? I forget. Uh, but it's basically it's something dumb like that. Yeah, it's like a, a ba- dumb. It's, it's a dumb thing. It's like a, a mad mind or something. I forget. Yeah, it's it's her. She's she's so old, and it's that her memories are bleeding together. Uh, but we eventually find out that it's actually a result of the Eternals have had their memories wiped thousands of times every time they're they, robots yeah every time they come to a new world to basically prepare it to to birth a new celestial no. uh they get their memories wiped right so the celestials they uh so they made these robots gave them wildly different powers mm-hmm, for some reason uh, that's fine i don't care about that it, yeah that's it's okay it's fine yeah, they put that. them they put them on well the only reason I care is because they don't spend a lot of time explaining a lot of the powers. They all have that orange power look, where or not orange, like that white yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they explain some of some of them, but like it just it it they don't spend a lot of time on it, and I I kind of felt like I kind of felt almost insulted by the assumption that I just go along with it because it creates a situation where a character can basically do anything. At any time, and I guess that's something they can do. You know what I mean? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he traps he traps evil Superman with the weird technology rings. Okay, like I guess that's a thing he can do. Uh, there's no there's no rules set. Is I guess what I'm saying here. So that they all like when she turns that monster the to big, a tree. The biggest problem is like, with Cersei, yeah, because her powers yeah. are kind of nebulously defined, and then the story requires her powers to evolve uh because she's it turns out she's the chosen one but because we don't really understand her power set it like the first thing that happens is she turns a monster into a tree and they're all like oh my god you can do that and i'm like were we supposed to flag that right she's turned a bus into flowers yeah like what the what i just thought she could turn matter into other matter right so it it just none of it none of it really like (laughs) stuck with me yeah so yeah they get the group together it's druig uh, Athena, Icarus, I think Jesus is there. Probably. Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. No, no, uh, Nomeo from Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, it's... The, the, I, I dare them to have Jesus. That would have been amazing. It would have been, yeah. If his, if his name is like, his name is John now or something, yeah. and he was clearly Jesus. Um, so they get they get them together, and they're like, we're gonna, we, we're gonna fight the Deviants. And then, um... Since Selma Hayek died, she puts her throat ball into Cersei, and she meets with the big space aliens, and the space aliens are just like, by the way, we're actually going to destroy Earth. Uh, We put, there's like a star baby in the planet, and you've been there to keep the deviants away so that the population can grow, and we're like eating them, or their energy or something, Uh, and then the star baby's going to erupt from the planet. Right. Once uh, once the population of the planet is they're they're basically to be they're basically sent there to be wardens of the planet uh, until right. the population is large enough to for the cele- the celestial to consume all of the soul energy basically and then be born by fucking right. bursting out of the planet like an egg. And they're like, we're just telling you this now that you've spent thousands of years living here and not being told this. So that's that's why I was like, their plan doesn't like. Why would they do that? 
Yeah. Why would they just keep them there and then be like, by the way, we're going to kill everybody. You guys are cool with that, right? And mm. it's like, no, of course they wouldn't be. What a weird thing to do. Uh, so they find out that they're, and this is the concept that I like, that they're actually destruction robots. They're robots made to mm. to to basically protect a planet that's going to be destroyed anyway. Yeah. Uh, but not protect it from like Thanos that or was the, other things. Yeah, that was the thing I was going to flag because they they think they're there to help create a a a, a good world and and help right. the civilizations along. But they have to. They sort of have a prime directive thing where they're not supposed to directly intervene, even though they do. Like the rules are pretty shaky. But generally, yeah. it's the prime directive. Um. So they can't interfere in any conflicts, which includes Thanos. However, Thanos is uh, the Mad Titan. He's a godlike space alien with uh, celestial magic, interdimensional powers. And he his, his goal was to literally delete half the population, not just on Earth, but throughout the universe. Right. And because the Celestial's specific goal, they may not know it, but the reason they're there is to protect the Earth so that its population can reach a certain stage to give birth to a new Celestial. Kind of seems like they still should have intervened with Thanos. Yes. It's uh, And again, they start giving, like, the guy is on the ship, and he's like, I built this thing for the humans. It's called the engine. And it was like, I thought you weren't, like, you were literally just finished talking about yeah. how you're not supposed to get involved. And then they all seem, like, really confused about the engine. And I'm like, you're in a spaceship, you guys. Yeah. Uh, like, that was that was also there weird. Was a, they seem like. <laughs> this is, I mean, there's no getting around it. This is just, this is just more of kind of a thing that I thought was a little funny. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a kid, there's a deaf character, so she speaks with, uh, ASL, uh, yeah. um, a- ASL that hasn't been invented well, yet. That's fine. Uh, yeah, whatever that, that's not that, but it's, <laughs> there's one scene where uh, she asks, she asks the character if you're wasting my time and the sign for time is to point at your wrist like a watch. Right. And I was like, we're in ancient Mesopotamia. <laughs> Camille. That's all. Camille's, that's all. No, C- Camille's power is he does finger guns and is like, guns don't exist yet. Yeah. That's I mean, it's weird. just, it's, 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 it, there's no getting around. Like, I don't want to, uh, I would much rather have this actress in the movie and, and be able to, to, uh, well, to do just, her lines no, with signs and stuff. Is, it's just, it's a little, I don't know. Just, just nitpick. make up a, just Goofy, make up a new sign language. Well, and I mean, it's, it's also like they're, like you said, they're space travelers. So they probably have wristwatches in their, yeah. in their world. It was just something I, I was like, wait a minute, we're in fucking Mesopotamia. But that, I think that stuff matters. That character, by the way, was my favorite character. It was a shame she was gone for they, most of the movie. Right. Outside of the flashbacks, we don't see her until like the last 20 minutes of the movie. She's yeah. just been chilling in the middle of the desert for 5,000 years by herself reading books. It's one of the problems, and this is kind of, we're jumping around, but like Druig and her, and also Angelina Jolie with her mind giggles and um, Don Gilgamesh. Lee, Don Lee from uh, Train to Busan. Those two were my, those two pairs were the most intriguing pairs. And like they kill off Gilgamesh, yeah, and they just like they bench them, and it was like those, like I don't care about the like Cersei and Jon Snow and 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 the fucking what's his name, Superman, Icarus, um, Icarus, thank you, uh, who f- at the end flies into the sun for what I I. For like no reason. No, he's killing himself guess, out of shame, and he's just that, out of shame. That, that it was makes, just very funny. That made sense to, to me. me. Yeah, it was just very funny to me. To yeah, sure. Him fly directly into the sun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like there's there's just like weird little. Again, they they're on the spaceship, and he's explaining what an engine is. Yeah. And they're they're like, ooh. <laughs> it's like they're, they're having a, tr- a it's a, it's a steam engine too. It's just yeah. higher pressure steam, lower pressure steam, and they're like, what? And it's like you're on a yeah. fucking interdimensional cruiser. Yeah, it's so weird yeah. the things they chose to do. I don't know. Like That's- the- and again, he's giving them technology, but they're not supposed to interfere. And they're mad at Druig for interfering, but they're not mad at him for doing those other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so there's just this sense of like, I, by the halfway point, is just like, I don't know their powers, really. Like, I know some of them, I don't really know who they are or what they want mm-hmm. uh, or like what their allegiances are. Yep. Uh I don't like they're they didn't spend enough time on one character and so it's like it's it's 
And again, it's so inconsistent that they can basically have anything happen at any given moment. Um, and it just feels like it's all collapsing on itself. Like what this is starting to remind me of is the Fast and Furious films, which is that like, it's okay to like them for the spectacle, but be honest, you know, like, because the writing and the characters don't matter anymore, at least in this film. Yeah, in this film, it's, it sure didn't, uh, which is a shame because there's a lot of cool ideas here. Like the overall yeah. idea, I really like, like, I like that storyline where it's, they, yeah. they, they, they find out that they're actually uh, engines of destruction. And then one of them has known the whole time. And, and but he's like, like, he's like earnestly believes in it because the idea is that the celestials are these huge beings that are responsible for creating every new world that's ever been created they basically repurpose energy is how they describe it when one world dies they use that energy uh to make a new celestial and that celestial creates uh, a bunch of other worlds so it's like the world the earth is going to explode so that billions upon billions of more lives can be created so it gives like an actual like, you understand why Icarus is like, no, we should stick to the mission. This is our purpose. Like, this is the way of the universe. Right. This it's is the big picture stuff. This is the natural order. Uh, you guys right. are trying to cheat the natural order. Um, yeah. So, but he's conflicted because he act, he really loves all of his fellow Eternals. I mean, that's why he flies into the sun at the end is he's betrayed them. And it's like, well, I've betrayed everything I believe in because he ultimately decides to help them in the end to kill the celestial that is being birthed out of right. the earth. To save all the but lives no, on the planet. I guess it should be noted that none of that really comes out in the performance. It comes like, out. It comes out in the performance, I think, but it's never. It's ne They don't beat you over the head with it. I think it actually does come out in the performance because it doesn't really come out in the dialogue. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. Yeah. Is it, it, it? It doesn't come out in the writing where no, it's like it doesn't come out in the writing at all. Where like he just keeps switching allegiances as well. And, like, they could have done something really interesting or more interesting with that whole thing. Because you're right, where it's, like, the idea, he's like, I have to do this. Uh, I have to betray my friends. At the same time, he doesn't really seem to care that much uh, when he starts attacking them. Well, he doesn't kill any of them, except for yeah. Salma Hayek. Well, he doesn't even really, well, he sort he of tries kills to kill her. Druig. That's true. Oh, he d I mean, he kills Salma He kills her. Yeah, he, he shoves her, he shoves her, he shoves her to, the, to the deviants, which we got to talk about. But yeah. that, that's really interesting to me, but it's, it's, it's another kind of janky, like, you, like what, to related to what you were saying about how when Salma Hayek dies, excuse me, they make uh, Cersei the new leader of the team because that's yeah. who Salma Hayek chose. So her power to communicate directly with their celestial boss gets passed on to her. And so she gets zapped up there and the celestial's like, well, okay, since I, since you're the new boss now, I guess I'll just tell you like, this is what the plan is. So, you know, run along. Um, why wouldn't you make a, a big part of the finale is when Icarus reveals that he's a bad guy and he's going to try to let the celestial wake up and let the world be destroyed so that they can fulfill the, their mission. Like the rest of the Eternals are freaking out because they're like, Icarus is way too strong for us. We can't stop him. Even together, we can't stop him. Right. Um, so you have the strongest member of the team who is a diehard zealot and a total believer in your cause. Why the fuck wasn't he in charge? All right. So, and I'm not Like why, why didn't me? the Celestial yes. make You're him right. in charge? Because what, that see, guy the, believes in the mission. Salma right, Hayek the does not believe in the mission. <laughs> What the movie seems to imply is that Selma Hayek can choose, and like that's an oversight because the idea. No, is Selma I mean Hayek initially. Chose... I mean initially, he's the most powerful of the Eternals. Oh. He is the I most powerful. He's a, he's a diehard zealot, and he completely believes in the mission. Why didn't they make him the leader of the team from from jump? Like, why wouldn't the Celestial be like, "I'm gonna make the strongest guy who like really believes in what I'm doing the boss"? They make a lot of very stupid it doesn't make mistakes. any sense yeah it's like well, i mean why? imagine yeah imagine a version where you have so it, it, all right so even if it was selma hack at first she's their healer basically yeah. they get rid of her for that reason you'd think the ball would like uh, you'd think the ball would go to him too you'd think they'd have that power uh yeah. to choose the right one yeah it's just it's very weird and arbitrary and like you could have done a version where like what if you did something where like Cersei is the better like employee basically 
And then um, Icarus doesn't seem to care as much, and it goes to him, and everybody's wondering why kind of thing, where you get the reveal of like, oh, it went to him because he knew. Also, he's in on it. Yeah. There, there was stuff they could have done with that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they don't. They do the the one that the writers needed mm-hmm. them to do. Um, the the deviants don't like, matter. Like that whole storyline <laughs> was so dumb. It was just so, it's. <laughs> So the Why, o- okay, well, go ahead and ask what you were going to ask. The deviants apparently they killed the dinosaurs. They what they kill happens is the the they send them to the planet. The original plan was they apparently send them to these planets to eat the natural predators to allow intelligent uh, life to develop. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. Which okay, sure. Seems like you don't. I don't know. There's a like in this universe. There's a lot of planets with a lot of intelligent life. Mm-hmm. Seems like you don't need them, but I mean, uh, sure. the the uh, the uh, assumption, I guess, or like what uh, that's not the right word, but what I think what they're getting at is that that this this is why there's intelligent life on all these other planets is because this is the process that they did to develop right. those worlds. Okay, yeah, sure. So they send them to the planets mm-hmm. to do this, but the problem they ran into was that they couldn't stop them. Right, you can't turn them off. They start so they, they start evolving and just killing everything on the planet. Right. So they send the Eternals to kill them. Why don't they just send the Eternals and program them to kill the dinosaurs and such? Uh-huh. Because like, they, they're like, that- that's why we made the Eternals robots. And it's like, well, why yeah. don't you just send the Eternals there to wipe out the predators and then safeguard the intelligent life yeah or just leave because then then you did it you did the thing uh why are you making them live on the planet and not know that they're there to destroy it their their plan is so stupid it's so they're supposed to be these cosmic gods yeah it's convoluted it's incredibly convoluted for the sole purpose of allowing the movie to happen yeah Um, so it's like the the deviants not making any sense, and then they show back up as the uh, emergence, which is what they call the the celestial hatching, uh, as the right. emergence is happening, and that doesn't make any sense for about two hours until they reveal in a flashback when we see Icarus kill Salma Hayek that they were trapped in a glacier or something that melted when the emergence yes. started. So okay, that's fine, but. From then they that, evolve. Right. There's one specifically. Well, we know that they evolve. Like the celestial, we, we, we're told that that's right. part of the problem is that the deviants it's, evolve. It's that they're stealing the powers of the Eternals and they keep being like, that's never happened before. And it's like, oh, surely you'll explain it then. Uh-uh. No. Nope. And it's just one of them too. <laughs> one of them has developed so much. Like he can absorb the powers of the Eternals. Um, and he also has sentience and is like aware of himself and aware of his existence and aware of his mortality um so it becomes this big boss deviant that gallops around in the background of the movie that absolutely does not matter doesn't impact the plot whatsoever it was so weird because it was like they do she says cersei says something where it's like they they're more dangerous now that they're sentient and she says no they're us now and i thought oh okay so they're gonna team team up with the deviants (laughs) nope no, and then the deviants show up. The one, the one that can now talk, and he's just like, "I'm going to fight with Icarus." And it was like, "Why? Like, what was the why? Why? Uh, isn't he going to destroy you all?" Yeah, don't you like, want to live? Like they, they have. Yeah, the, their they, whole motivation was, "You're killing us. We want to live." Yeah, and so we, we did. Their, their whole, what he says is, "I'm killing the Eternals because we have a right to exist." So yeah. it, it throws this an, a set an, an additional philosophical conflict into the mix where it's like well do you like we're the 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 conflict of the film is do we blow up the earth to allow billions of more hypothetical lives to exist or do we extinguish those hypothetical lives in order to preserve life on earth it's like the the needs of the many versus the needs of the few how do you weigh the value of one life etc etc and then the uh the deviants come into the mix like hey we have a right to exist too but cersei straight up says no fuck them yeah like you'd think the natural progression of plot would be like oh they're pawns too they're yeah. like the humans they're being used they're like us we're all being used let's stop this let's yeah stop the it's cycle. Like, no it's like be- it's because it's inconvenient for the movie that they wanted to make so it's like cersei like literally in one scene is like everything deserves a chance to live everything deserves a chance to live so that's why we can't just blow up the earth but then the next scene is like no we have to destroy all the right they're even more dangerous now that they're 
they're sentient and aware of their own mortality. Right. And they, they seem to they seem to veer after she says that to like, no, you're wrong, Cersei. But then the, the, the I still don't understand why the deviant is like, I'm teaming up with the guy blowing up the planet. Uh, that's so weird. Wouldn't he team up with the people who are like, fuck the gods? See, that I don't even know that he was like that. That scene didn't, didn't make any make, sense just, to me he just he, ran in and started killing people well what happens is he runs in and punches icarus okay. and then another and character then in a in another character in a uh, very obviously looped line or you know an adr line says uh why are you fighting with icarus and then they immediately start attacking the divergent so okay, i don't know that he that ever was so really confusing. was yeah fighting okay. with icarus he was attacking right. icarus and then one of them says why are you fighting with him that's why i was thrown off yeah and, yeah that's it the action yeah the action is very noisy and not really like it's just it's okay. cgi it's people okay. flipping around there, fighting. there's there's some in- it's there's, fine there's some intensity to it that i appreciate yeah but again when you don't really know what anybody can do and why anybody's doing anything uh and like what their limitations are it it just gets really dull to me. Like it's visually like cool, but like there's no tension uh, whatsoever mm. in the fights for me there where was... I'm like, I don't know who's more powerful than who, who can do what. Um, and again, this part where he's like running in and then Angelina Jolie does the mind gigglies, uh, but then she's not actually doing the mind gigglies. And I was like, okay, so I guess that doesn't matter. Um, the mind gigglies was a really confusing club footed plot device because basically what happens is uh angie will randomly freak out and just attack the other eternals and we're right. we're made to understand that this is because it's her memories bleeding together and after we learn about the true purpose of the eternals and their history of having done this thousands of times across millions upon billions of years and just having their memories erased each time it's her memories are just her brain is scrambled a little bit basically so her memories are bleeding together so it's like oh she's having a past memory of a previous emergence when she was on a dying world but as we see the emergence happens in a, over the course of about 15 minutes like it's just yeah there's an earthquake and then seven days later the uh, celestial wakes up and the planet explodes and it's pretty instantaneous. So yeah. what memory is she having that's causing her to just like murderously attack her fellow Eternals randomly? Like that's all, the, yeah. it's, it's even in scenes when they're surrounded by the, the deviants, she's only attacking the other Eternals. It doesn't make any sense and they never explain it beyond, oh, she's having a prior previous memory about, a previous emergence like well why during that emergence was she attacking the eternals like i've thought maybe there was going to be like an additional reveal right like, me too like they were like oh we've all been sort of in on the plan before and angelina is freaking out because she was the one that was like no we can't do this and was trying to stop us but no that doesn't happen so it's just it just becomes a, a plot thing that when they need it to happen she will randomly start attacking the other eternals and it it's never just- makes any sense it's when they needed it to happen. Yeah. That's it. When they needed to bench her or they needed to spin their wheels a bit, uh, they just have her do that stuff. And then Gilgamesh has to take care of her. Yeah. Um, and it's like, he seems to be able to handle her on his own. I don't like she's as much or as little as a problem as they need her to be in any given moment. Yep. And it's not consistent. How, yeah when it happens or how difficult it is to talk her down when it happens how strong she is is not consistent it's just no because they're like Again, oh she'll I... kill us all but it's like but then i thought icarus was the strongest and they're like icarus right. is the strongest we have no chance against him but yet two of them beat his fucking ass right like the 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 deaf woman who has flash powers and brian tyree henry who ties him down with his traps they handle him perfectly fine just two yeah, of they them. do He's never, he's not much of a He really problem. isn't ever a problem. He burns Kumail's shoulder. That's it. Oh, and yeah. he punches Druig into the earth, but Druig just gets back. Druig is it. fine. Yeah, he's fine. Everybody's <laughs> fine. Yeah. They, cl- they clock that girl with, with a, a rock. A rock. And yeah. she's fine. Everybody, again. Then here's it's, another it's, thing. Her, that, the sprite, the girl's power is to create illusions, uh, mostly. Um, so yeah. she creates what she she does is uh, creates an illusion at the end that makes uh, the volcano where the celestial is coming out of appear to be in a thousand places around them at once. Uh, but then right. she gets knocked out. But the illusions are still in place. Are they? Yes. 
I don't know, man. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Um, also, she also stabs Cersei through the fucking stomach, mm-hmm. and they treat it like this is a death blow. Mm-hmm. And then she gets clocked. Cersei takes the knife out. No, she's she fine. turns it into water. Okay, she sure. turns the knife Same into thing. water, but then like a couple of a couple of shots later, she doesn't even have a stab wound anymore. Yeah, she like holds her side a little in a couple scenes. She's fine. Yeah, she's completely like, fine. But I thought. I thought Salma Hayek's power was to regenerate, and then she, and now exactly. she's dead, so they can't do it anymore. And then, like, exactly, I thought that was raising the stakes. Yeah, and then and it didn't actually matter. Brian Tyree Henry is like he says, and he builds this machine that that will give them, basically, allow them to all lend their power to one member of the team so that they can hopefully defeat the Celestial. And he's like, but we have to turn off our ability re- to regenerate. And I was like, wait a minute, I thought only. Salma Hayek could regenerate, but okay, whatever. So now that we're doing this power convergence thing, nobody can regenerate except Cersei apparently still can. It's like, it's, it's yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, again, it's, they're it's, doing stuff like, it's like they're raising the stakes and then they aren't actually doing it. Yeah, it's a, on a scene by scene basis, everything yeah. changes. All the relationships will change, the rules will change. It's just, it's, it's bad. It's just bad. It's extremely bad. Yeah, it's it, there's no other way around it. It's just it's just bad, unfortunately. The, the audience I saw it with, there was a little kid that had to be taken out because they were exhausted. Um, I saw several walkouts, to be honest, and a, a otherwise silent theater. It was mostly silent. Um, yeah. So going back to like the Rotten Tomato stuff, I think it's just hard. Like this is the thing: is these movies are part of a overall brand now, and you either have to like the brand or not. And so like. The conversation online very much feels like that, where it's like, screw the critics, this is great. And it's like, yeah, but it I really mean, isn't. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't, I'm glad if you liked it, sure. but it's. Like, I'm glad I, if people liked it, too. I, I just, let's be honest about why we like it, then. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't make any sense. And honestly, if you don't care that the MCU is inconsistent and nothing matters, that's fine. But going back, like that's why I like Fast and Furious. I don't care that nothing matters yeah. in Fast and Furious. I'm there to see the people I like to see and stunts that are hopefully practical. Uh, and this last one. Uh, but yeah. The last one. Yeah, <laughs> the, the last, last one, one I didn't like. The last one was pretty boring. Because, yeah, for that reason, yeah. in my opinion, where it was like, okay, all the things I wanted to see aren't here. Mm-hmm. But the point is that it's that's fine, but like that's kind of a shame for this, because for me, like, the previous Marvel films, for better or for worse, have never been ridiculous. This inconsistent, yeah, um, and this lazily slapped together. And so, like, I do think Marvel's better than this. Yeah, um, it's um, they had a great cast, a great cast, solid cast. Yeah, yeah, and like it just felt squandered. Um, it, there was a lot of like. Like, I don't understand why, um, like, Angelina Jolie was a big get for them. Um, and, right. S- and Salma Hayek was, too. Salma Hayek's role I under- I get because she's this the wise mentor figure, and it's like, okay, this, mm-hmm. is, I, this is why you get an actress like Salma Hayek for, for this character. It's because of what this character is. Uh, Angelina Jolie's character is a very minor supporting character, and it's like, right. why did you get her for this character? It's very, it's, it's very it's strange. Weird. And it's like the whole movie is, is full of odd things like that. Um, which is, I mean, it, I, it's fine. I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I enjoy that. Most of the movie is not stunt casting. Like that's what makes the cast so good. I think. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, the cast is phenomenal. Yeah. Like I really like who they got mm-hmm. the whole lineup. It's just that they weren't utilized in, I don't know. It's they, they somehow managed to make them, for the most part, uncharismatic. Yeah, like, uh, I didn't laugh at a single one of Kumail's no, jokes. No, neither did I. Uh, yeah. And he makes a lot of them. And Brian Tyree Henry makes a lot of jokes, and I didn't laugh at any of them. Like, it's like, it's not just, like... Remember his his valet? Like, that that should have been Jon Snow, right? That's the human going along. I like, uh, that, it, like, I like that it was his valet, but I mean, like... I liked you, him you too, but made, it, You could have made him more of a character and not introduce him halfway through the movie it was a weird yeah you never introduce a character like that that late into the film it's, yeah it's he, weird. no he he was great um i just mean like yeah there's certain like things they could have done to 
I don't know. Yeah, made me give a shit. Yeah, because again, yeah. they establish at the very beginning. They're like, "When are we going to move in?" Oh, I think you're a wizard. This is all right. So this is our character. This is the beginning of her arc. None of that matters. Jon Snow is gone. Mm-hmm. What's even the point of those scenes? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, why even have those scenes if you're not going to have him continue in the film and them to like have this? Oh my God, you're an eternal. You lied to me, Ark. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and there's your ex-boyfriend. Oh, maybe I'll help out a little bit near the end. You know, like, you don't... Why introduce that character to just not have him in any of the film, not complete any of that character arc between them, and have him show up at the end and go, by the way, I, I found out while you were out doing this, I found out I'm like King Arthur or something. Some guy. Uh, I didn't I didn't stay all the way to the... I, I think he... There are two post-credit sequences. I didn't, Did you miss the final post-credits? I didn't stay for the last one, no. Okay, let me tell you. The first post-credits, who gives a shit? I liked hearing Patton Oswalt. That was fun. Yeah, um, and I like, I like that I, character from the comic. Pip's a funny character. That's cool. Um, the second one, look, if you're going to watch this movie... Honestly, watch the last 30 seconds and you don't have to watch anything before. Um, it's Jon Snow with a sword and it's like magic. Uh, it's some magic sword. Oh, I know Black it's in the Knight. comics. He's Black Knight. He's Black okay. Knight. Yes. He's Black Knight. Um, well, here's the only thing. This is the only thing that excited me um, is he goes to pick up the sword and you hear a voice off screen that says something like, are you sure you're ready to pick that up? And it is the voice of Mahershala Ali. Uh, oh and that, shit yeah <laughs> and that's it that's it uh, they don't you don't show him they don't show him that was the only worthwhile thing in this movie to me where i was like fuck it's blade yeah we're gonna get some marvel knight shit with like blade and and uh black knight and fucking ghost rider maybe like black yeah. black knight's deal is that like his sword i think can only kill evil people or something oh no wait he sure can't, he can't draw his sword if he draws his sword somebody has to die I think is how it Got works. It. Like he can't take his sword out. Like he can't put his sword away unless it's killed somebody. If he takes it out, that's a, that's I think a cool that's how idea. It works. See, um, there's, there's yeah. some fun there. I just like this. Here's, if you're going to make Eternals one, I would say set it up five movies in advance. This should have been like, they should have showed up in Endgame. Like it, like they should have been in like soaring through the sky and everybody look up and be like, who the fuck is that? Like there should have been something. Um, the fact that the wizards, the time wizards, the Thanos, the cosmic shit, Thor, Thor no yeah. one knew Nobody knows about, about them. them. That, that is, I, I just can't believe that because again, it's, it creates this situation that's kind of the problem with this movie, which is that like, okay, I don't know anybody's powers, I guess at this point, like even Tony Stark could be able to see that there's something in the center of the earth. Like, it's just like, oh, I guess everybody missed this. It it makes the Eternals seem dumb, and it makes everybody else seem dumb. Yeah. The fact that they weren't involved in anything. Um, you do that, you maybe introduce one or two of these characters in the previous one, so we get to know them and like them. And then you have it, because this is basically the Avengers, like that, yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, you have to set it up. You can't just dump it all in this one film. Or you make it its own thing. Like like I said yes. like I said up like top, you, yeah. one Make of the biggest problems thing. with this movie is is trying to be part of the MCU, and it's like, man, this would have been a, like I was like picturing, it's like, man, if this was like came out in the eighties and was like this weird sci fi fantasy epic about like the real history of, of of the creation of the Earth and the creation of the cosmos, and it's these beings who are actually androids and these celestials, and it's like this the the conflict is very uh, it's very personal because it's between the group, so it's not. You have like the world ending in the background, but the actual conflict that the audience cares about, the dramatic conflict right. is just between this group of characters. Like all of that shit, I was like, this could have been so cool on its own. It could have been a series. You know what? Why why make any of the series they made and just make an internal like Disney Plus series leading up? Because here's the thing. If you made it separately like that, you know what you could still do? Is you could make the big movie and guess how it ends with the the Speederman opening up the wormhole and like them their timelines emerging, like you can just do that um, if you wanted to join the two worlds. Like I don't know it it, it it's it's like it's like if they made the X Men this way where they're like they did one big movie where they like where they're just like by the way there's been X Men this whole time we just didn't mention it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just feels unplanned 
extremely unplanned. And you're right, it would have been better on its own. Um, or if they like slowly led into it at least. Um, or if they yeah found a way for yeah them to because of the whatever the fuck they're gonna do in Spider Man. Um, it's just messy now. It's a real mess, yeah. Like, where were the, where were any of the Avengers during this? This is a Thanos level threat. Yeah. Uh, and they're not involved. They're just not. They like mentioned them a couple times, and it's like, I'm sorry, it's just not enough anymore to do that. Yeah, um, like Captain Marvel's whole thing is that she patrols the galaxy, like, yeah, stopping galactic threats. Surely she must have been aware of the Celestials. Yeah. And, or just like Hawkeye. <laughs> like just anyone there's a spaceship flying around yeah a, a creature half burst out of the earth like there's monsters running around attacking people in london is no none of the avengers concerned uh it's just i don't know it, it it's just it really feels like it's all falling apart yeah and like the promise at the end of like well blade will be there and it's like i uh, part of me is like I want that to be its own well, film and then, too. Like get it. Like <laughs> and then this movie, like the movie proper, not you know, d- discounting the um, um, the post credit sequences. The movie ends like the Mortal Kombat movie, the nineteen ninety five one, where Shao Kahn shows up, and it's like you thought it was over, but it's not. Like that's how this movie ends. Celestial shows, shows up, up and grabs three of them and fucks off, and like we gotta get him back. Smash the credits, and it's like okay, right. Also, they could do that because, <laughs> like, again, why are they doing anything if they can just walk up to the planets and, like, manipulate them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like, can't they just kill the natural predators of a planet if they can? I guess the idea is that they, they got a lot going on and it's not every day they go up to planets like that. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. Can't you just magic them? Uh, magic the, the predators away? It's just it's so convoluted yeah this movie's exhausting yeah <laughs> it's way too um, long it's very boring it's, it's yeah and it just <laughs> brings it just raises a whole lot of questions um if you care about plot and characters maybe d- uh, this isn't for you this movie yeah uh because it just doesn't really have much of either it's got some cool imagery uh, some good, like i said there's some good ideas in it it just didn't yeah, it's got some neat ideas. Um, you're right. As if this was like a big, stupid, like sci-fi epic series on its own. Like, why is Marvel afraid of that? Like, just make another universe. Like, uh, tying everything to the same universe is, I don't know, it's going to keep bogging it down. Like, Loki was the same, where it's like all the um, all the goddamn uh, the, the time stuff and just... The world has to be almost ending in so many of these that it's like, fuck, I don't give a shit. Like, this thing's crashing out of the earth. Do I actually think it's going to do anything? Like, I don't know, man. It, it It's just underwhelming. Um, And so, like, introducing Blade as, like, a Nick Fury-type character teaming up with Jon Snow. Like, I really hope the first Blade movie they do is standalone, right? Like and low stakes like it's just him in his own corner of the world fighting vampires like that's what we want right yeah like i swear to god if blade is like a big world ending thing where they're in spaceships and they're flipping around or well he can flip that's fine but you know what i mean where it's like and then he's hanging out with the eternals it's just exhausting to me um uh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know which this this is coming to again why it's like maybe we just shouldn't watch these movies if we don't feel like it because honestly that's the ultimate like solution to this which is like you know just don't watch them if you're not like that's that's what i want to do like i didn't want to watch this movie and then uh (laughs) i still don't want to sure that's fair yeah i don't know yeah i don't know i don't have anything else to say about it did you see Titan yet no uh, see, that's a fun movie. That's a movie you bring the kids to. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, you get all the kids. Mm-hmm. The, a- every be... kid. They don't have to have anything to do with you. Yeah, look, I guarantee they won't be bored seeing that movie. Yeah. <laughs> there was a strange <laughs> thing that kept happening like two or three times during my showing of this movie. 
people walked in and they were walking into the wrong showing. Really? Yeah. It happened. It, That's like, weird. It, it seriously happened two or three times. Yeah. I don't know what I, I don't was, know if that has anything to do with the movie itself or I don't I don't know why that happened. I don't know. It was like just I interesting said, I, that people kept I, walking in and being like, "Oh, this is the wrong showing." <laughs> I just had people walking out. Like I seriously had a few people walking out. Some people who were coming and going. There was at first like there's like a thing and it's it's where cra- when you're together with a crowd, people tend to laugh more, you know what I mean, and like respond because it's almost like this this response where you know like oh, if a character says something in a certain tone, doesn't matter if the joke's funny, people are going to laugh. Um, and that's just how crowds work. That wasn't even really happening. And yeah, and my theater was like dead quiet mm-hmm. from beginning to end. There was a couple giggles at a couple points. Uh, but people were just, I don't know. It was a really, it was it was dark. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we can. I guess we can end the podcast. That would We're just be nice. Can we now. stop talking about it? Yeah, yeah. Let's um, stop talking about it. Let's gonna stop talking about it. It's fine. If you like it, that's fine. There's nothing wrong sure. with you. Yeah. Uh, it just man, I I don't know why. I don't know why people would like it. Uh, I don't know. People like people like things. Yeah, that's true. People like things. I don't know. What to tell hey, you. listen, folks. <laughs> this is just uh, whatever. Hey. Thank, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, um, yeah, thank we, you. Yeah, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. You can go on, you can find exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Muller's a Maniac, uh, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Those are all, for $5 a month, you have access to all those exclusive podcasts. Uh, they're all there. Yeah. For a little extra, you can watch movies with us every Friday night, uh, and so on and so forth. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> We also have a store. Head over to GameFlayUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts and mugs and stickers and posters and all kinds of stuff. Um, Yeah. So check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Watch Titan. Again, get some kids Mm -hmm. uh, and teach them a little bit about life. Wherever you can find them. Wherever you can find them. Just gather them up. Wherever... you can find they're everywhere yeah man. They're, they're they're the easiest kind of person to steal so just go grab a few mm-hmm. 